a whole new level of swagger to him. Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to NYRDNA, Father's Sons, New York Rangers Hockey Podcast, where we discuss everything New York Rangers. So uh, what's on the agenda today? We have a lot on the agenda today. Welcome back, everybody. Jack, I think you better start us off because this may be a six-hour podcast after what happened this weekend. Uh, yeah, so uh, I think we should just mention... When this is being recorded for everyone listening, this is Sunday, March 28th at 8.37 p.m. So Is that Eastern Standard that's Time? That's Eastern Standard. Eastern Standard we don't Time. Pacific, For all you people on the left coast. On the left coast. <laughs> you were <laughs> <So> listening <laughs> three hours <laughs> earlier. It's almost like you're, you're jumping time. That's the power yeah. to turn back time. Yeah, if Cher sang that song, If I Could Turn Back Time. Beautiful. Uh, anyway. So that means that the Rangers have just played. Who did they play? Today? Das Kapital. The ca- yeah. The Capitals. Uh, they lost five four in a rather upsetting game. Uh, yesterday they played the Flyers, lost two one in another upsetting game. Yes. Uh, and before that they played the Flyers, won Thursday eight to three. night. Thursday yes. night, and yes. And uh, we also had the St. Paddy's Day massacre before that against the Flyers. Let it be known that um, we are all. With uh, the past two games, we are all very upset, angry, and many other emotions with the Rangers, and uh, we're all going to take it out on this podcast. Yes, let it be known to all of those who listen that we will set everything straight. We're going to take care of all family business tonight. We also should mention uh, that not only have the Rangers lost two games in a row, but they also made a little trade late Uh, last night of uh, Brendan... Lemmy, how do you say his name? Lemmy 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 That's it. Brendan Lemmy Lemon. Um, for a fourth round draft pick <laughs> to the Los Angeles Kings. To the uh, Los Angeles Kingarinos. So everything's got to be said. We are. Um, what is the state of the Rangers right now, my sons, my two sons, who I love very dearly? What? How are you feeling about this rebuild right now? Well, right now, um, the rebuild, eh, the season, this is what I'll say about the season. Um, anybody that thought they were going to make the playoffs, like especially recently, like the past couple weeks, like Mika started to get hot, mm. and everyone's like, oh, oh the Rangers might uh, push for a playoff spot here. They're playing well. They've won four out of the last five or whatever. Without um, David Quinn. The, and... Uh, I should also mention the Flyers started to hit a skid. The Bruins are not doing too well right now, but they're still the Bruins. Anyway, uh, this team's not making the playoffs. You thought they were going to make the playoffs. You're such a No, no, no. I didn't think they were going to make the playoffs. Let's keep it real, though. I mean, to be fair, when the Rangers won a few games in a row and Mika started going crazy, everybody was like, hey, hey, they can make the playoffs. That's when a lot of people started looking at the standings, started seeing games in hand. I'm guilty of that. That's totally fair because I did that too. I don't not want them to make the playoffs. I think it would be cool to get some more playoff hockey. 
I don't think they should. I think they I think what you're saying is should enough. they sacrifice playing some of the younger guys for a playoff run to, where they're the, just going to get an smoked at a playoff push. They're just going to get smoked in the first round, most and likely. let's face it, without Lundqvist, they're not making the playoffs. Oh, no, no, we're not all getting right, into sorry, that. Sorry. we got many different different right. topics I today. Can't, I can't help Other than Lundqvist. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So in terms of the state so of the team tick. right now, yeah, <laughs> in terms of the state of the team right now, uh, I don't think they're making the playoffs, but I do think this is an opportunity, much like that Larry Brooks article that came out last week or whatever, this is an opportunity for the Rangers to, you know, Say, this isn't a playoff team. This isn't a playoff year. And we're cool with that. And we're cool with that because that... You still def- want to win games. Of course. But but now is the time to showcase, you know, these these children. <laughs> let's put them out there. Power play time. Let's, let's put them five. in positions more where maybe t- they can gain some confidence Gain some confidence. Get, hit their stride Rather a little bit more. play them now, six minutes when they should probably just be in Hartford then. I'm not going to say that, like, you know... Lafreniere has blown me away, or Kako has blown me away. It's a little upsetting that, like, you know, Kako's not scoring too many goals. Or Lafreniere had a, a season, I think everybody expected him to make have more of an effect. Mm. But that doesn't, like, excuse you from not trying to develop these players. These are players that are well, they're, good. They're taking they're, their time with them. Yeah, okay. If you're going to play Lafreniere... eight years, Lafreniere will be ready. If you're going to play Lafreniere six minutes a game, then just send him to Hartford. It doesn't make any sense to me. As to why he should be in the lineup just to play six games. Even, but this is what I said to you earlier. This season, unless they go on a, a ridiculous tear and some, and the Bruins or the Penguins or whatever go on tank. a tank. Uh, yeah, they tank. This is not a playoff season. So even if Kako sucks, Lafreniere sucks for the rest of the season, they should be the main focus of the coaching staff. Mika Zibanejad, Pavel Buchnevich should not be the main focus because we already know what they are, and they're great, fantastic, right? The, the, guy, the kids Still should be deal. the main focus. Exa- yes. That he hasn't been the same since the injury, exactly. all that stuff. So give them – this isn't – Give uh, them the space to grow, to find out what you have. Exactly. It's good. It'll There's be no, important to find out what you have with these guys because – if you don't, if you don't have a second line center, you're, they're hoping Heedle's the mm-hmm. second line center of the future. If they, if he's not, wouldn't it be great? To, I mean, and I, I understand people say, well, he's playing, he's playing, and he hasn't, been, he hasn't played that great since his injury. Yeah, he was hot. I think he was like he was heating he up. Um, then he got injured. Right. But um, ever since then, I think he had a little bit of a skid. Yeah, he hasn't but, been the same. But you know what? But ride him though, because you, you know what. He, look, Phil Heedle may not be better than a fourth-line center in the NHL. I don't know. My point is, don't you want to find that out? Yeah. Ride the guy and find out. You want to get as big a sample size as possible because, especially with the center position, this team does not have many options. So I think this, this notion of let's just ride like the, what they did last year. Let's ride Mika and Panarin, and if they're scoring, everything's good. Of course – they are their best players. Every team wants their best players to play well, and you're going to ride them. But this is not – they were not in that position yet where you're riding them because you're going to make a cup run. You're riding them for what purpose? To squeak into the playoffs? And do they? does this organization really think that they have a team that can do anything Compete. in the playoffs? Now, and, and I think what you said before – uh, we've used the term fool's gold, fool's gold, fool's gold a lot. 
to um, when we were talking about this season, not really this season, but more last season, where... What was the term? Fool's, Fool's gold. gold. Fool's gold. Yeah. So, uh, now you flew me off, blew me off track here. Oh, last season, you know, the, uh, they were riding Panarin and Zabanajad a lot. And, I mean, rightfully so, you want to put your best players on the ice. Guys were going Those crazy. guys were I going nuts, right? They were playing awesome. Games. Exactly. But... When they're, like, the two guys that are carrying the team and, like, no one else was really at their level, the only person you could say is, what, Buchnevich was the closest to them in terms of points, right? So Banjo had 41 goals, Panera had 95 points. Like, they put them out there for pretty much the entire game. Any situation where they needed a goal, they were out there, which makes sense because they are the goal scorers, they're the playmakers. But, I mean... When they're out there like 90% of the game, 80% of the game, and you're winning games, that doesn't show much depth yeah. to your, for your team, which doesn't fly in the playoffs, and if you as look, we saw. If you look at every Stanley Cup winning team, their bottom six is usually like, they're, they're like they, get, they get stuff done. There's depth pieces. Yeah. There. So what you're saying then is, it seems to me that the Rangers had a rough time the past two games because Brett Howden wasn't playing. The is Rangers also saying? they beat the Flyers nine nothing. You know, when we get Jack too. Eichel, our center problems will be solved. Jack Eichel. Well, look, wh- wh- I mean, where do we see this team going at this point? The bottom line is this: you're you're always tr- we've been talking about this since the beginning of the season. What is this season about? You're always trying to win games, but as it stands right now, they played how many games? Thirty, thirty-one. Uh, they're they're about five or six points out of a playoff spot, and the Bruins have three games in hand. Yeah. Okay. So, and the Bruins play the Sabers like six more times, while the Rangers play them like once. Let's let's keep it real here. The Rangers had a big breakout. Um, it was great for Knobloch behind the bench. Zabanajad had finally broke out. Seems to be back on track. They 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 took advantage of the Flyers, and let's the Flyers aren't. That good. Let's let's face I it. I think the yeah, last season seemed to be uh, like an AV yeah, first I mean, year look, coach. They played well. They deal. played well yesterday. The Flyers. The Rangers to me didn't really come to play too much on Saturday. Yeah. Um, well, they beat the the Rangers. Beat the Sabers. Terrible. Worst team in hockey. Um, so today everybody's like maybe taking some comfort in. Well, they they played the best team, Capitals, right? And they came back. They made it a game. Like we're supposed to get moral. My, my point is this, moral victories. There are no moral victories. If you're trying to win, if you're going to play Lafreniere five minutes, you're going to ride these two guys, you're going to put the same five guys in the power play no matter what. If you're trying to win, if you're trying to win and you come into a game and it's a must-win game, right? Almost every game is a must-win game and you get one shot in the second period, you didn't come to yeah. play. Yeah. I mean, I know the Capitals are a really good team. I get it. But what happened in the third period? The Rangers all of a sudden unlocked. I guess it was great coaching by Quinn. They unlocked the mystery of the Capitals' defensive structure. To me, it would make sense that the Capitals were playing the same way all game. I think it was more of a urgency level an was effort, raised. An effort. An effort level was raised. I mean, they, they slept walk through that second period. The Capitals were a really good team. I'm not denying that. The Rangers aren't at that level. But you get one shot on goal. To me, unless you're playing the 1995 Devils... That's an effort deficiency. Yeah. Now I um I missed the second and third period because yeah. of uh, Princeton review for the SAT. 
But uh, this is for our fans fake listening. Fan. Just in case, yeah, they, they're, they're wondering if yeah. I'm a fake fan or not. So I got to let them know, you know, it's for moral reasons. But um, <laughs> I, I, saw, I, saw, I saw Loft scored because I'm looking through um, uh-huh. the app. I didn't get to Wait, watch while it. while you were doing your SAT review, you're looking through the... Well, uh, I'm, that hard of, I'm that diehard of a fan. Well, you're not... Well, we, we'll talk after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it was uh, it was trauma. during it was during when she was giving us our homework, so it was it wasn't that it wasn't that important. But I saw Lob scored, and I saw it was a snapshot. What well, what was that goal about? Gautier shot it low, far pad. Lob got the rebound on purpose. Like for, uh, did he shot shoot for it on a rebound? Yeah, yeah. Quinn, I think he shot Quinn for pulled him right off the ice after he shot it on goal. Yeah. He was like, "What are you doing? We, you didn't, didn't make seven pass passes across the ice." Yes. Why didn't you try to make a cross ice pass? And I was looking. I think Goat got another assist from for Rooney or something. I'll check. Yeah. I, the, uh, oh, he's gonna be benched. I don't know. Goat will be <laughs> two benched. point I'm night for Gautier. Goat is too fast, too strong. Uh, we don't need a guy like that in the lineup. No. Bench him. I th- I didn't. S- we need Brett Howden in the lineup. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't watch most of the no, period one point. because. Because I know they started scoring more, and I know they showed more urgency. I just didn't really care at that point. I was too frustrated, honestly. Well, And I know you, if I'm a fake fan, I don't care, man. I don't know how many people would want to watch that third period but again. But, you know, apparently David Quinn, after the game, said that he was uh, a little uh, concerned that they weren't um, shooting the puck. They were trying to make the perfect play, he said. You know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the first time he said that all year. I'm being sarcastic right now. I know. So... I mean, Never what do you do with a team though. that's been constructed of ballerinas that they feel that they need to make 70 passes before they, anybody could take a shot? What do you do with a team like that if you're the coach? I guess he just has no control over this situation. It's a shame as the head coach that he cannot mandate a certain style of play that he wants because he keeps talking about the same thing. We make too many passes. Guy, I, I can't tell you how many passes... These guys tried to make from one one sideboard to the other sideboard cross ice. Yeah, that's getting annoying. I mean, good lord, and and just giving up shots. I mean, I, you know, and and when you're playing a team like the Flyers, who for some of those games, look, Their the defense. Rangers scored 15 unanswered goals over two games against the Flyers. They beat them nine zero, and then they scored six in the next game. Now, unless the Rangers are the greatest offensive team ever, you have to say that. The Flyers didn't show up to play for most of those Not two games. Not at all. Well, I don't know. If it right. Was, so my Flyers, point is... They didn't show up to play, and also their defense and goaltending was br- like I, I, beyond I, brutal. I'm with you. My point I'm trying to make is, in a long-winded way, is that that type of stuff doesn't happen. You don't win, you don't win long-term like that. You don't win the playoffs like that. You're not going to beat teams. The Flyers gave the Rangers tons of time and space. That, that is not the norm. And the Rangers thrive on not that when hockey. they're able to get the space to make those eight extra passes. That right? won't happen in the play. That will never well, happen. Look, think about it. Look at what this Carolina did. This is not a team that's, beat, that's built for the playoffs. Look at what Carolina did in the play-in round, right? They just pressured the Rangers in their own end. And that's they, what the Flyers they did couldn't break out. They couldn't break out of their own zone, the Rangers against the, the Hurricanes. And then when they were in the Carolina zone... Uh, what, they, they, they couldn't enter the zone because they'd step at the blue line. When they tried to dump it in, they'd get beat to the puck and lose the battle. So I'm not saying it's, David it's, Quinn they, should be fired. I never said that. But what I'm saying is this. We talked about this, and we're talking about it again. What is the identity of this team? Are they ballerinas? Are they going to just – they're, all, you know, fancy, you know, 10 passes before we can shoot. 
Because if that's the type of team they are, and if that's what the organization wants, that might get you a lot of uh, fans or some success from game one to game 82. But in the playoffs, they ain't going to get you anywhere, in my opinion. They need a little more grit. They need a little more simplicity to their game. Yeah, but like that goes all the way back to um, what we always say with the Rangers aren't allowed to have gritty players. Because God forbid Lemieux hits, hits someone in a way that unpleases the ref. I don't know, but it's a penalty on Lemieux. I mean, okay. Well, who's gone? He's, he's gone, by the way. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, I think we're talking more about they have a player like Lemieux and they traded him for a fourth-round pick. <laughs> Not prick. <laughs> we don't even know who they drafted. Yeah, but then, but then the, you draft, got a team like the Bruins who Marshan slew-foot someone. Marshan slew-foot someone. He's like, well, what, what you going to do? That's just the type That's of player. Play. That's just how he plays. They're the That's big, bad Bruins. That's a whole thing with the NHL and the refs. Or, it's a joke. So you're telling me what happened today. I, I totally forgot. But, um, oh, oh, was it was – it, Blackwell, who got hit, was Blackwell, and then no, Rooney, Rooney came got in. hit. Blackwell, no, Rooney got, got hit. Blackwell came in with Oshie. penalty on the Rangers. Game against the Flyers. Voracek, third man in. Third man. Third in. man in. Game misconduct in any other hockey game I've ever seen or been in, been a part of. Did, what happened? They, did they, he they scored the get, overtime winner? Yeah, that's, that's what happened. happened. <laughs> well, let's not get look. We could get into the refs, so, and that's but, good. Yeah. Is it like so? You, the, the refs um, recently, what's his name? That ref got exposed for Tim Peel. Yeah, what, what's it called? When they want to make a call on a team because they let one slide earlier. What, what is that called? Makeup call. Makeup call. Yeah, he when said, he goes, I, I wanted I w- one against Nashville exactly. earlier, so I called that now. So you Did got you- that. I'm always thinking, you know, well, you know, the team's got that reputation. They're allowed to do that. No, I, well, it's the same thing. Think, yeah, you're right. I, look, I'm not disagreeing with you. Never mind what his father, Banana, said that he was really upset. Banana? Peel. What? Banana peel. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> a little, little dad humor there. Um... No, I hear what you're saying with that. Look, we can get into the refs. There's a lot to go, lot to you know. There's blame to go this. around everywhere. I forget what we were talking about before. We're this. talking about Quinn. Oh, Quinn. And I, you know, I don't want to hear that he wasn't around. He had the, the he had he had Aunt Rona. My point is this. He didn't. I don't. I'm tired of hearing him say we don't shoot the puck. We may yeah. trying to make the perfect pass. Sweet Jesus, Mary and Joseph, do something about it then. How many times can you watch these guys give up quality shots to try and make the perfect play? Because I know every once in a while it works. Yeah, yeah. it's worked against the Flyers when they didn't show up to play and they make ticky-tack plays and they look like the 1980, you know, 85 Edmonton Oilers. But they're not, okay? Um, because the Edmonton Oilers had a lot more grit than the Rangers have. And they traded it's also Lemieux. the 80s, to be fair. Well, you game. needed a lot more grit. I know, in the but 80s. that's what I'm saying. It's a different game. And, my... and and does Quinn not like? Does he dislike it that much? Because you know, I don't. I don't see him calling a timeout to absolutely uh, rip into the team. I think yeah, he lets should, it go a lot. If we haven't already, I mean, we've already started talking about Quinn, but uh, the mighty Quinn. Li- like, listen, okay. I think after this season, or at least at 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 most the next after this, or at most next season. Gordon and Davidson got to figure out if this is the the guy, right? You'd have to think because the time it's 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 it, the time, clock is ticking here on on like you know Panarin's twenty nine. I don't know what twenty seven or whatever. But what I'm saying is, you have to decide at some point is David Quinn the guy that's going to take the Rangers to a Stanley Cup and win it for them? Because that's the goal, right, of this whole rebuild. So 
when you look at what he's done so far, think about um, the 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 seasons precursing. What was that? Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry, I was coughing. I have a, a, a little asthma. <laughs> you just threw me off. Sorry. Uh, so, like, when did he come in? Twenty eighteen. Right, Quinn. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was like an okay season for a team that was not that great. No, yeah, he they, a, yeah. they showed up. They showed up a lot. Job. He played hard. He did a real yeah. decent job. He got them to play hard. But now it seems like with a lot of these younger players, because that 2018 wasn't filled with this super young talent. Now they're the youngest team on average age in the league, and I don't think he. I mean, I know they brought him in for the reason that he can develop young talent, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I, it I doesn't. Mean, I, I'd like to know what he's. I mean. I like smarter people than myself to tell me what he's done in terms of developing young talent. I'll give you an example, two examples. So I know the two people that folks will jump and point to is like Adam Fox and, and this year, K. Andre yeah. Miller. Yeah. It's K. Andre Miller. So here's my point. So Adam Fox came in, and what did David Quinn necessarily do? Adam Fox was penciled in, and Adam Fox was like from the get-go. Everybody awesome. was like... Oh, man. This This dude's awesome. This guy's got some skills, right? Hold on. Hold on, bro. So, like, and I don't know if David Quinn did anything. Fox came in, and it was, like, hard to take him out. They they were hurting defensively to begin with. And then this year, there was questions about, they were like, oh, Keandre impressed us when he was in the bubble last before the playoffs last year. He practiced with the team, and he impressed us. And they had a mini training camp this year. Everything's been screwed up with COVID. But then Keandre came in the first few games. He was like, all right, he's playing all right. Now, remember, the Rangers defensively this year are hurting big time, right? And I'm not taking anything from Keandre. He's been like, he's been playing. Besides the penalty kill. No, he's been playing good. But my point is, like, what did Quinn do? He was playing a position that the Rangers had very few guys. He served himself well. And they kept him in the lineup, and they've been playing him because yeah. he deserved it. And the defenseman, like Quinn, didn't like nurture him. Like, what did he yeah. do? He and was your, forced to your play. Your average defenseman will always get more time than your average offenseman because that's yeah. just yeah. It, there's less lines and less that's players yeah. pairings. No. But so, I mean, like, like people like, always point to like Fox. Well, look at the young guys that have blossomed under Quinn. Fox, Miller. I mean, did Quinn really do much? These guys came he in, they performed well from the get-go. He didn't seem to really have a choice as to who he was going to put on defense. And like again, that. I'm not killing the guy. I'm just saying, don't make him like the young player whisperer that he's like developed these players. Who has he developed so far? I've seen guy. I've seen Kako, who's made strides this year, but now, you know, he's frustrating me too because he's just not scoring. He doesn't seem to shoot. I've seen Loff, who I know is young, and also to be who fair, gets though, jerked all around the lineup. Yeah, to be fair, the Loff is a super. It's a. It's it's, it's an incredibly small, small sample size. No, no, right I'm, not, so, I'm not. I mean, I can't say like if he's developing him or not. Like, I'm not blaming. I'm just saying, if you can't make the argument in my in my opinion that well, Quinn has a sample size of kids he's developed. If his if his whole thing is based upon he's the he develops young players. Well, where, where, what have we seen? Developing, you want to know what we've seen? Yeah. We've seen Gautier go coast to coast against the Flyers, put it in on the backhand, and you want to know what he did with Gautier? He doesn't like He's Gautier. He's sad him. He's sad him. So this guy develops young players? If, uh, if we're going to talk about a young okay. player who's let's been... Let's talk about Gautier let's talk now. About, well, hold on. I was let's just talk about how development. Real quick, real quick. I was just going to say... Right? Let's talk about how, how well he developed Howden. Howden's been around for the team for like three years, right? Three, four... 
three seasons, I think, when they traded McDonough. That was the McDonough trade. Hound's been around for three years. He's a young player. Is, is what's his development? What he started as a fourth line center. He got swagger. He's I, got a fourth I can't, line center. He's role adorable. Right. He's a, he's really cute. Swagger. I can't think of one time where I said, "Wow, nice." Howden plays the game Good the job. right way. He, he scored that goal in between his legs that one like this first season. Look, yeah, I like it. the way the kid plays with. Uh, you cannot, you cannot question the kid's effort. You cannot question his. Um, Skates hard. Play. Yeah, I mean, gets so, thrown around. I, it's not a personal thing, but he obviously sees something in this kid which I don't see. And I, from day one, when they got Gote in that trade, and we saw little glimpses, I said, "Wow, this kid got size. He's got speed. He's got strength." strength. And I'm like, "Wow, maybe they could develop this kid." And they've, and I don't want to hear about he takes penalties, this, that, and the other thing. That's all bullshit. If you're really a good developer, you'd. You teach exactly. him not to do that. You can teach Put to him someone. in a position to succeed. And all they do is jerk this kid in and out of the lineup. And every time he plays, all I see is the kid do is put a guy on his back. He's How many games does this kid play in the NHL? Not many. It's under 50. He puts a guy on his back and drives to the net, draws penalties. He's got a few goals. This kid, to me, has got the skill set. You would, oh, I mean, you'd want to, you'd want to nurture this kid, get develop this he kid. He is, to me, he is the definition of a low risk, high reward. Ultimate yeah, I don't know, package. I'm not saying the kid's going to be an all star, but you no, know what? Me neither. I see more in him, and I know he plays a different position, but I see more in him than I saw in, and I see in friggin' Brett Howden. Yeah, now, God's now, he's got seven points in twenty four games. In his career, he's put 24 games in no, his no, 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 no. This, this, this season, his career, yes. he's got 10 points in 41 games. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying he's going to be an all-star. I'm not saying he's going to be in the top six on the Rangers. A bottom six role for him? Develop him. That's great. I know. Develop this, him. Look at all these other guys. Mr. The Capitals Mr. Develop. Developer. Oh, they develop. Oh, look at Tom Wilson. He's this big goon, blah, blah, blah. And he still I know, is a goon. I know. He, and he's still a goon. He's a physical presence. He plays with Ovechkin. I know. But that man can score sometimes. He scored twice against the Rangers. Like he scored twice today. Gautier can score. He's big and strong and fast. Like why? Why isn't he the prime? Oh, he like why isn't penalties he penalties in one yeah, game? Three uh, penalties in one game, so he can never play again. If yes. that was the metric, then Ryan Strom wouldn't have played last year at all. Yeah, I mean, please don't give me with this double standard nonsense. Gautier to me is the definition of a low risk, high reward player they can use right now. He is. I forget if he's a free agent. This summer or next summer? I think it might be this summer. Whatever. Right? Let's say they don't trade him at the deadline. Because if they do, I, I'm going to riot. If they do, I will. Let's say they don't. You sign him to not much money for not too long. Right? You sign him to not too much money for two years. Maybe. Right? Mm-hmm. That's two years that he's on a minute, like, not too much money of a contract. Two years where you can just throw him into games, see what, see he, what he can do, develop him. Let's say he goes, plays really well. You're getting good uh, ice, like good Gautier playing time for a, like no money. And you probably will never have to uh, pay him like super a lot because it's not like he's going to be an all-star. But I mean like I don't understand why they don't pursue him and they pursue other players like Brett Howden. Doesn't make any sense to me. Okay. We are going to take a real quick break right now. We'll be back in around five minutes. Uh, Yeah, we'll be back with NYR DNA real fast. All right. We are back with NYR DNA after our 
quick break. Um, listen to this. Listen to this. Okay. We were, we were talking about Quinn's use of players and his love affair with Brett Howden. And, and apparently many Ranger fans love affair with Brett Howden. Heck you not. He's adorable. Now, let me, let, me, let me tell you something about, I mean, how could you fall in love with these stats? 162 games, 43. Wait, I'm sorry. This this is career. Yeah, career games. 162 games, 43 points, minus six. My God, Dad, that's that's terrible. Wow, can't believe that. How does that? How do you say? You know what they should do to that player is trade him. No, no, not Brett Howden. They can't help but play this guy as much as possible. 14 minutes. Oh, wait a second. I'm sorry. That's that's the that's a mistake. Those were Brendan Lemieux's first 162 games in the league. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm sorry. Brendan Lemieux's first 162 games in the league, 43 points minus six. Six. Those are terrible, right? That's why yeah. they traded him, I guess. Yeah. Oh my Brett Howden's numbers must be must yeah, be much I better. wonder what yeah. Brett Howden's because I mean he's he's getting 14 minutes a game. He can't be taken out of the lineup, yeah. so they much be must better, right? Yeah, Brett Howden's first 165 games so much better. 47 points wow. and a whopping negative 31. Defensive negative wonder. 31. Defensive. Yeah, but minus 31. That's 31 below zero. His defensive play yes. makes up with for the, everything, but right? That, with that, that minus that. 31. He's got six more points than Lemieux, so that makes up. There you oh, go. Okay, yeah. Well, he's that, there you go. So, so this defensive wonder kid is a uh, minus thirty. Is a minus thirty-one. But he's so career. damn cute. I'm not. I'm not taking that away from him. I think he's got gorgeous eyes, but he's, wow. just, he's just not that good at uh, in so, the NHL, at least. So here's what I don't get. Right. So I mean, look again. This is not. We're we're, we're poking a little fun. We're having a little fun here, and that's what at we're, Brett Howden's I've expense. also had about three quarters of a bottle of wine, so we're having a little fun here. Um, we're not trying to, you know, dump on people. It's yes, just that people talk about as if this guy has got a lock. He's got this on lock, the fourth line center. Yeah. And I just don't get it. You got, I, to me, Kevin Rooney is better than him. Yes. People are talking about, and I've, 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 I've read a number of articles today. I was curious to see what all the beat writers had to say about the Brendan Lemieux trade. Mm, and yes. there wasn't much to say. They were all like, well, the Rangers are talking about you know, making room for Vitaly Kravtsov. They needed to make a roster move. Which, which makes sense because they have a lot of, of wings. They, they yeah, have they a lot of players make, on the roster. You need to make room for Kravtsov. Yeah, I'm not questioning that. Just but I was, like, yeah. I was like, so, you, I can, so you, you immediately get rid of Lemieux, one of the very few players that like can, he was the guy that's, i'm not saying he's a great player but one of the very very few who could play a physical game on a team that could full get of under another team's skin or something like that you get rid of him it's almost like it, nobody made a comment they all wrote about it as if like yeah they got rid of brendan lemieux for a fourth rounder that's they needed to make room like it's the norm like it's the norm like well of course they're not going to get rid of brett howden i can't He's, he's cemented. Well, it's not like you could put Kevin Rooney as your fourth-line center who's better than Brett Howden. You can't do that. I mean, who else are you going to find in the NHL who could be negative 31 over their first 165 games? I, I think Dad's getting I mean, a little that's emotional. Hard, it's hard to find somebody <laughs> who's that bad. Oh my I, God. Think that's, okay. <laughs> I think Dad's about to cry. I mean, this is bad. This is, I don't understand the decision. The logic is, it escapes me. It, it's, it's driving me insane. Wonder what like the bot like the fourth line center on the Buffalo Sabres like what is their plus minus? 
Who even is the fourth line? Well, I'm center saying, like, is it a minus thirty-one? It might be Brett Hatton. Who I know knows? it's Brett. No, but I know it's it's a lot more games. But I mean, like, it's because we're listen talking about career-wise. But... Listen to me, Luca. Listen to me. What? Here's my problem with uh, the mighty Quinn. This team's not going anywhere. Anybody that believes that's a jackass, okay? Anybody thinks that this team, forget about making the playoffs. Even if they made the playoffs, can't, look, they're not competing. I can win the lottery. Anything can happen. Anybody thinks that they can make the playoffs and make a run legitimately hasn't been watching, okay? I, uh, yeah. Why aren't we playing uh, Lafreniere on the power play? In other words, develop these. I want to see these kids develop. Put them in positions to succeed. I don't want to hear nonsense. I heard people talking on podcasts. Well, maybe they should put Kako on the per- first power play. I know he doesn't it's mind deserve boggling. it. It's mind-boggling that he isn't right now. I know he doesn't deserve it. Oh, now we're going to talk about people that deserve it? How do we even determine who deserves it? Mika, what does that I even mean? mean? No, I'm not even going to. What does I that even know. mean? Put Kako on the first power play unit. You know why? Because you can't lose. I'm going to tell you why you can't lose. We've already established his team's not winning the Stanley Cup this year, right? But well, you can see how they pan out. Yeah, Kako. exactly. Don't wow. you want to see what you get? They're right. not going to win the Stanley Cup this year. Once we establish that, once we establish that, then let's move forward. Okay, get Kako on the first power play unit. And if Kako refuses to shoot, and if Kako sucks, and then we say, you have a greater sample size. And you we've can say, given him, okay, we've maybe given him every should. opportunity with good players in positions with to succeed. more time and space on the ice. And then and that's Kako's sucks. thing. That's Kako's thing. Yes. More time and more space. You can't lose. I know I it's know. not a lot. And if he stinks, if he stinks, then he doesn't have to be on the power. But and why if, won't you just right. find and if out? If Kako starts to maybe put a couple in, and maybe the kid, and he's a kid, gets a little more confidence, well, then the that's beautiful. Now we're starting to develop this kid. And I want to see the same thing for Phil Heedle, and I want to see the same thing for Lafreniere. If you don't think this kid is ready to play in the NHL to the point where he's going to play six minutes a game, Send you might be Hartford. right. You might be right. Then get him 20 minutes in Hartford then. Yes, it makes more sense. I don't understand makes... what is the fucking goal this <laughs> Dropping year. the F-bomb. Yeah, well, what is um, the goal this, this year? This is family-friendly No, no one ever said podcast. that. No one ever said no. it was family-friendly. <laughs> we, you just made that up. We could go blue anytime. What is the goal this year? What is the goal this year? Please tell me. Well, I've said this many times. I've said this many times. You trying to make the playoffs? Ride your best players. Mm-hmm. And then it was bef- – you're trying to um, develop, then I, I – Ride I your best my, players. I'm, I just lost my train of thought. But, yeah, exactly. No, I mean – They're look, riding the best players. Either way. No one's saying – and we talked about this all year. No one's saying tank games. But what, seriously, the Rangers had one of the worst power plays in the league for most of the season. Correct. This guy – Never made a change. Same five guys out there. Put them out there. No yeah. shots. Put them out there. No shots. Put them out there. Cross ice pass. They had a couple of games. Power play. Oh, we got three power play Against goals. Against the Flyers. <laughs> back. And then we're going to. Now I want to see. The last two games, power play. Awful. Back to normal. Now they had that one power play where they seemed to be moving it a lot. Didn't score. Right. So we'll see. But my point is this. You can't tweak this. Yeah. No, no, got to be the same power play unit as last year because I'm going to stick with my guys. But here's my point. What is your goal? What is the end game here? You're going to stick with your guys to what, to what end? To make the playoffs? 
to develop young kids, to make Ryan Strom happy. Like, I don't understand what the goal is anymore with this organization. They're this all team. over the place. Yeah, I'm not sure either because this is the prime example. Because I'd, I'd rather – I'm going to shut up after this. Okay. I, at this point in the season, honestly, I've gotten to the point – I want to see Lafreniere and Cockle and Heedle in the first power play unit for the rest of the year. They could be god awful. Right? Absolutely, they could be god awful. I want to yeah. see. So it. is the first power I play unit right it. now. But then you know. I want to exactly. see it. And all these Ranger fans say, "Yeah, we got to try and win." I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win because you know what? For for twenty something games, the first power play unit of Strom and I'm not saying. Look, I mentioned three guys. I want I want Mika and Panarin on the power play. I want they Fox sure, on the power yeah, play. of course. Get the second power play unit a little more time. Maybe there's a lot of ways to do this, right? I want to see more time for those guys. And the Ranger fans saying you can't do that. Why? Why? Who's making the rules here? David Quinn. It's bullshit. So, yeah, I'm going to say this Bull is what... dinky. <laughs> I, uh, he's I'm pouring gonna... another glass of wine. This, this is going this... well, to... This table is going to end up on the floor. <laughs> Watch this. He's going he's to get too mad about he's the Rangers. flip it. Yeah. So uh, table is already I'm on gonna, the floor. I'm about to. So uh, been been reading a lot of Rangers Twitter over the past like week, and uh, these last couple days have very uh, like infuriated me. Rangers Twitter, Instagram, all this stuff. Uh, if we're talking about Quinn, I'm not exactly sure. Now I've Swagger. played. I've played hockey my entire life. I've been around hockey my entire life. I know coaches. I right. I'm not an NHL coach. I'm not going to say, like, I know better than Quinn. But, but... Swagger. Swagger. Swag. But some of these people on Twitter and Instagram and stuff, I think... I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not going to say anybody's name. They're, Do it. They're legitimate morons. Like, they don't... Oh, snap. They don't know anything about hockey. I'm not saying I'm a hockey genius, but I know about it. I know a little bit about it. I've played it my entire life. He just went there. I did because listen. Why? Okay, I'm gonna give you an example today. This is what I saw. People blame. Oh, you can. Oh, people are blaming <laughs> Quinn. Oh, how can you be gl- blaming Quinn for today's game? The Rangers just didn't show up. They just didn't execute on their power plays. <laughs> they just didn't. They just didn't. Uh, uh, they weren't able to score on early chances. Like, yeah, I'm not blaming David Quinn that Sabanajad hit a post. I'm blaming him that there's been multiple games this season where they don't show up in the first period, give up a goal, and then go into the tank. That is Quinn's job. Do you know what a coach does? That's his job. Yeah, the X's and O's of trying to cross ice past the three people, and it doesn't work four times, and they keep trying to do it, and then you don't do anything about it. That's David you Quinn's say in the post job. Game, we're, we're trying to we're make trying the to be too pretty, play. and we don't shoot enough. Over That's over your again. job. That and is what a coach he really does. I think he does care about it. Like, uh, what do I know? But like, what, but, what, what do you mean they keep doing, doing it? How many times can you hear a guy say, you know, we keep doing. We keep doing the same thing. We keep putting our, our hand on the hot stove, and it's hot. We keep burning our hand. Yeah. And then I mean, a week later, we put our hand on the hot stove. After a while, you're like, well, stop you know, making them put their hand on the stove. But, like, I see a tweet today. It's like, oh, uh, how are we going to – people saying fire Quinn. How are we going to blame Quinn that the Rangers got off to a sluggish start? Are you kidding me? Do you know what his job is? That is literally his job. What do you think they're doing in the locker room before the game starts? Yeah, maybe they should get Chuck Knobloch as the head Chris. coach. Guy used to play for the Yankees. I don't even know who that is. He, Chuck Knobloch. Oh, who's the guy from well, the Rangers? Well, I was just gonna say Knobloch is the 
It's what? Kind of what are you talking about? What? <laughs> I didn't know what we were talking That's, about. No, there's a guy named Chuck Knobloch. He played for the Twins and the Yankees. That's way before your time. Okay. Anyway, well, I agree with you. Look, at, at, it's easy to just pile on the coach when things when your team loses, and it's easy to I know. You know, but my, listen, we are Notre Dame fans, so we pile on well, Brian Kelly. That's a whole Kelly. different podcast. No, but what I'm saying is, like, we uh, we go after Brian Kelly pretty hard, so we know it's easy to I do that. I just feel like, how many times can you keep saying my team was being too perfect, trying to be too perfect? My team was trying to play too fancy. Like, okay, at some point, you need to demand. You need to, you know, get what you demand. I mean, or or. See, here's my point. It all comes back to logic. If you have a coach that does not like the style of play, which, again, is counterintuitive because the coach should demand a certain style of play. That's his but job. If the players that you've assembled reflect a certain style of play that the coach doesn't like, then the organization has some dysfunction then. Yes. You either get a coach that's going to um, complement the-, the players you've assembled or... Or look at the Islanders. Get players that are going to, or get a coach that's going to demand a certain yeah, style. Yeah, I mean, look at the Islanders. Got, I don't understand. You got great co- trots. I think, in my Trotz opinion, great coach. Right? Great coach. Got Ovechkin to play a defensive style. He got Ovechkin to play a defensive style. So and I they mean, won a Stanley Cup. And then they won a Stanley Cup. So, but I mean, like, look, so Lamorello, one way or the look other, at then, this. right? The coach that, has to demand. The coach either has to demand a certain style of play from his players, right? Or the organization has to say, this isn't the right coach for the type of player we've assembled on Moss, which is a lot yeah. of them. Or, and again, this, that's the, to me, that's the dysfunction. What kind of team is this? They're, they're a finesse team. They're a high-octane offense. They're a fortune. I don't know what kind of team this is. We've talked about this before. He doesn't like that they don't um, shoot the puck more. They seem intent on making fancy plays over and over again. So is it the player's fault? Is it the coach's fault? I don't know whose fault it is, but somebody has to be Did blamed. Did you guys... There seems to be a disconnect in the goal of this oh, organization. Oh, man. <laughs> did, you, did, did you guys... This guy's going to pop... What is it called? Pop a blood vessel. Yeah. Um, did you guys um think that... I don't know who asked... Georgie, uh, why, why aren't oh, we scoring? Strong, strong. Oh, like weeks ago. Why, 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 yeah, well, that was a while ago. Why aren't we scoring? Georgie goes, you guys aren't well. shooting it. Now, do you guys think after that they started shooting it a little bit more? I, I, I would love to remember. see. I'm sure, I'm sure Kett has stats on that. I would love to see them. It'd be interesting to see. Because, I mean. When your own teammate is I think Quinn out. seems to, you know, enforce shoot the puck to the press. But I don't know what he does in the locker room. I think room. Georgie has to start punching more people. D'Angelo is. I think he should. He shouldn't have stopped at D'Angelo. Anyway, what I'm saying is, these people on Twitter, they they don't know much about hockey, and I'm not a hockey IQ genius. Yeah, but I know what I'm talking now, about. Now, I mean, in the comment section, I saw. Uh, I'm I'm going back to Brett Howden for five seconds. Goes, does someone made a video bashing Brett Howden? And goes, well, what's wrong with Brett Howden? I like him. And goes. He's, he's he sucks. <laughs> but he's like, but like, he doesn't he, do anything. He goes, yeah, he go goes, but he just scored a goal. <laughs> he yeah. goes, it, it was an empty net. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? So, but but I'm this is I'm gonna say this. These people don't know much about hockey. Now I'm more mad at the fan base than I am even the organization right now because the organization can change this, and the fans are just some of these people are just not uh, very smart. I think uh, this is how we get the views. 
in, uh, on the podcast here. We bash people? Bash people, and uh, we have these hot Listen, takes. Listen, we just keep it real. We are. Know. But, okay, so anyway, let me finish what I was going to say. These people don't know much about hockey, and I would, <laughs> I would totally I, – I will bet, like, a lot of money on the fact – or not on the fact. I would bet a lot of money that the people who are – so big on Brett Howden that he needs to be in the line. He's the def- he's defensive genius. He's a penalty kill presence. Whatever, are also the same people who are never blame like think David Quinn is is the man. And I'm not saying he can't be the guy that you know takes them to the promised land. But these 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 people are the same people that are like, oh, I think David Quinn. Like we can't just blame David Quinn. We can't blame David Quinn. And uh, Brett Howden's also this great. I think there's a tremendous overlap with those fans. I'd bet a lot of money on it. Oh yeah, because the, look, they they feel that uh, uh, Quinn has done a great job. And again, I'm not saying he's done a bad job, good job, but the 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 notion that Brett Howden cannot get out of the lineup unless it's COVID protocol to me is fanciful. Um, and, and, and I think people believe what they want to believe. And I include myself. We all believe what we b- want to believe to a certain degree. But, like, I heard somebody talking about Buchnevich. They're like, oh, you know, what are the Rangers going to do with the trading deadline? They might be forced to trade Buchnevich because he's coming up in another year or so where they might have to pay him. He's going to be a restricted free agent. Yep. And it's a, it's a shame. They finally got, you know, the Rangers organization finally got Buchnevich where they want him to be, you know, this unbelievable player, their words. Um, and they might have to trade him for, you know, cap reasons. And, at the, and, and in the same conversation, they're like, I'm tired of Kako, trade him. And I'm like, wait a second, hold on a second. So they've taken three to four years to develop, quote-unquote, develop Buchnevich, giving him every opportunity to succeed. Power since, play. Since ice, last like year, playing on time. the first line. First Power line. Play. And am I saying that he didn't tr- make a much of it? You know, he's, he's, done, he's done well. I mean, I, we've had our faults with Buchnevich. I don't, I, I, don't, I don't think he's a great player. But I don't think he, he's bad either. I don't think he's bad either. But I don't think he belongs on the first line. He's been given every opportunity to develop. And yet, in Which the is, same sentence, after three or four years of Buchnevich taking to develop, they're like, I, 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 I've seen enough of Kako. I think he should be traded. Ka- and, and, uh, and listen what, to he me. He must be just passing like 82 games. Listen he must to me. be just passing like a first Let me full finish, season, right? Bro. You, well, you were going to say something else there. Let me finish. Let's My point is, be. so with Kako, huh, huh. I, in three years, Kako may be... Out of the NHL, for all I know, he might be a bum. I don't know, but my point is this: <laughs> let's let's give him every let's opportunity let, to develop. Yep. Put him on the power play. Put him on the first line. He's made strides from last year. He's not putting the puck in the net. I know he's not shooting the puck, but let's get him on the power play. It's amazing that people they don't understand basic elements of fucking logic. With on one hand, they're saying. See, it's taken four years for Buchnevich to get to the point where he could score 60 points in a season playing on the first line in the first power play unit. We've been patient with him, but Kako, after 80 games, gone. Second pick in the draft. <laughs> gone. Stand. Trade him. Screw him. Like, what are you, your logic is 
upside down. Like you're now, not making any sense. Now, let me you ask realize you that you don't know what the fuck you're talking let, about. Let me ask you this. Now, 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 now. <laughs> this is probably an argument from the opposing side that I do not agree with. That I do not agree with. But they might say, yeah, but Buchnevich <laughs> wasn't a second overall. Kako Who was. gives a shit? Exactly. I don't care if he was. Exactly. Look at Hank Lundquist, exactly. the greatest. He was picked in the 900th jo- round. Jo- and and <laughs> you, Joe Thornton had what seven points uh, in his rookie year. Dad doesn't like Joe Thornton. Dad does not like Joe Thornton. But, I don't but dislike him. I, I just think he was. Dad, he's like the Collier Strimsky of hockey. Dad, Joe Thornton's a great player, is he not? It, was he was, might play great, but he's not a great player. What the hell oh. does that even mean? Right, anyway, listen, I anyway, think Dad, we anyway. need to have Dad have wine every single podcast. <laughs> it this takes awesome. a lot of time. He put up seven points in his record. Why are we getting we're, we're hung up on some clown from the hey, 60s? I don't want to talk about Joe Thornton. All I'm going to say, he put up seven points in his rookie season. Now he's going to be to he's a Hall of Famer. Deadline. So, 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 what, I mean, my boys, listen, what do you think the Rangers do with the trading? When is the trading deadline number one? Soon. Did you say what is the when is the trading deadline number one? And what do you think the Rangers do at the trading deadline? Are they – do you think Butchifer is gone? Do you think they trade – I think they trade Go- – my, my, my hot take yeah. is the Rangers are going to move Gautier. So yeah. for, for not much Listen, because he hasn't played much. But uh, they, First of all, the trade deadline is April 12th, so coming okay. up. All right, so we have about four, two weeks. Two weeks. What do you think they do? So I think based on their – Record, I think uh, it would. It's gonna hurt me, but Gautier, I think, gets traded. Not again, not for much, Dude. but it may. It would make me very sad. Did and I dirty Gautier? He it really did. This. And you know what? If they trade Gautier, I hope he becomes a goddamn power forward yeah. of the like a the Cam Neely, like a, sick, like a, a Blake Cam Wheeler, Neely. dead man with the salt shaker. So you think the Rangers are going to move some pieces before the deadline? I would hope. My I, my my dream. At the deadline is is Buchnevich getting traded because one I think you're he's gonna the, get a lot of hate for that. I listen, okay. I think he's that. a the decent, move. good. He's a good player. It's the smart move. It's the smart move. Get someone fast at least for him. He's what fifty to sixty points. He's his. This is his ceiling. Okay, this is like his fifth season. Yeah. This is his ceiling. First line power play time. This is the, as good as Buchnevich is going to get. And if you say otherwise. I mean, God bless. I think you're wrong, but but like his values, it's similar to the Ryan Strom situation yeah. last year, where at the deadline, I think they should have traded Strom. His value is never going to be higher. This is the time. No, this is my very unbiased opinion. Listen, listen. I apologize to this guy on the podcast because I thought we did him dirty in our bashing Buchnevich. Listen, listen. <laughs> then he put up some points. I'm like, okay, okay. He's playing good, especially without Panarin. He's showing up now. With that being said, I think we should trade him. Well, Come you know trade what deadline. it is? It's like it's not so much. It's not because oh, trade him, trade him because he's terrible. That that's not the point. Like it's too. It's w- more. It's that just a smart move right now. It's a smart organization for a rebuilding move. team. Yeah, Strom's a different situation. As much as I thought maybe they should have traded Strom last year, I could understand that bridge deal they gave him because they had such. A, they need to say they had no depth. At that's what. That's right. the only reason. So now, uh-huh. with Winger's a different situation. His value is very high now. I just think that. Like I said from day one, it's you got to as an organization have the foresight to move the players that you think you could get stuff for, and there's cap implications as well, of course, to move the players you could you think you could get something for that aren't gonna detract from you becoming a contender. And as much as people will probably jump off rooftops when they hear this, 
if the Rangers are a contender in two to three years, if I, it's not going to matter if Buchnevich is yeah, on the team. It's really I, not. I mean, I don't know how else to put it to you. People have if to you tell that. me the Rangers will not contend in three years unless they have Buchnevich, then I'm going to tell you the Rangers are going to have a big damn problem in three years if that's the reason. So get something for this guy now. There are cap implications as well, but the Rangers like to be that feel-good organization sometimes. Oh, we like Booch. He's a good guy. All these things may be true. Are you trying to win or are you running a car wash here? I don't understand what we're trying to do here. Also, Trade this guy. Get something for him, especially if you can get a, a center or some center depth. Fill some needs and then move on with this rebuild. This team is not even close to contending for a cup. And by not even close, I mean, look, they're not contending next year for a cup. And I think you can make an argument that maybe the year after they're not contending. If they can go compete for a cup in three years, I'd be happy. Three years from now, I would be happy. Then I don't see it next year. Anybody thinks they're contending for a cup next year with this team, has got to be on crack. Also, especially a team has got to... <laughs> Especially if you're a team like the Rangers where you have th- 300 wingers. Are you okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? That was a long pause. Yeah. But do you know what I mean? This team has 300 wingers. You got another one coming in. Right? Gravsov. Hey. That's, that's Gautier. Lafreniere. Gautier is gone. I, I really hate that, but I have a feeling it's going to happen. Anyway, though, there's so many wingers on this team, and you would rather like like the, the like you would rather trade friggin' Kako rather than Buchnevich. What is wrong with you? Well, I mean, Kako may end up being uh, a bum. That's true, but it's also my point is let's find out if he's season. a bum sooner yes, rather than later. I know, and you can actually get something for Buchnevich right now. You can. It's there. Oh, but like. Oh, my God. His mic stand. I fell off in rage. So, okay. Anyway, what I'm saying is... There we go, Dad. Yeah, you should fix that. I'm back. Okay. (laughs) But, like, for a team that has so many wingers and is struggling to get, like, everybody, like, like a spot on the team and the roster every single night... Oh my god. <laughs> Hold on. We need to take a pause because this is this noise no, that you're creating. Keep going. It's no, all good. because you're moving the mic. I think there's some sort of uh, spirit in here. Hold on. We're no, I, I think you're just too angry about Buchnevich. Yeah. And I'll get like Let fourth class one. Real quick. Don't pause it. You mess up the whole flow. Well, I'm sorry. You should have bashed the microphone. I, didn't, I honestly didn't touch it. It just went crazy. Oh. <laughs> it's upside down. It's going upside down. <laughs> We're back with uh, NYRDNA after some technical difficulties with the mic. Yeah, the mic stands sort of just collapsed. Um, it was an attack. Yeah. So um, I was just talking about how I think the Rangers have a ton of wingers. Wait, was one second. What? It was an attack. Puchinevich came in and attacked that spike. I was talking smack about was, me on NYRDNA. Just bashed his mic other apart. people on, on Twitter and, and the podcast. They came after me, but yeah. I'm the last man standing, even though I'm sitting right now. Anyway. Okay, so we just talked about the trade deadline. Uh, now we got to move on. Well, we don't know. We don't know what the Rangers are going to do. Who? No, nobody no one knows. knows. I think they should make some tactical moves. This year is over. 
I mean, yes. I, I know that everyone's going to be like, you're a jackass. The year's not over. Look, they could make the playoffs, playoffs, but I just think it's, 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 a, it's, it's the long shot. It's not about the playoffs this year. I know the playoffs could give them some good experience as a young team, but I think they should try and if, build toward next year in the yes, future. it's about next year right and now. And I think they should make some tactical moves. We'll see. I'm very curious to see I think what if they, they do, make, if anything. If they make a serious push for the playoffs, it'll have, a, it'll have a net negative on the team in terms of development. Yeah, we'll see. Like rebuild. I said, we'll see. If they make a, if they make a push for the playoffs... Push. If they make a push for the playoffs, it'll... it'll uh, It'll stall the development of the rebuild. All right. Let me, yeah, let me, Luca, talk to us here about what you want to talk to. Now, it's, uh, it's, well, well, what's going on? Uh, so I think we were all, what the hell was that? <laughs> well, what's going on with, uh, you know, I think we were a little all surprised, uh, when we, uh, looked at Twitter, Instagram, whatever we're looking at for Rangers News and saw that Kincaid was starting in that today. Ah. Uh, uh yes. over Shesterkin after the game he had. Now, it yeah. could be, Groin, uh, groin, groin, well, groin related complications. I, just, I, don't, I, I don't know. That's what my they hypothesis They don't like it to start was. more than two games in a row. Yeah. My hypothesis back when I saw back it games. was, oh, Back look, to back. When I, saw, when I saw that, like, Kincaid's playing, Push. my hypothesis was that, you know, he made that one save. Hypothesis? Yeah. Wow. My educated guess is like that. It's like a Pythagorean theorem. Oh, my God. Will you let me talk? <laughs> Push, push, push. Let me speak. I see the tweet, Kincaid's playing, and uh, I'm thinking, oh, there was that save Shesterkin made yesterday where he was, like, wincing, and I was like, oh, maybe something happened. He did finish the game, so I knew he was all right. Those saves So maybe Shesterkin they're just playing made? it safe. He doesn't want to – they don't want to make him tweak his groin, whatever it is, right? And then I see he's, he's backing up Kincaid. So, yep. no, it was a tactical decision that Quinn made that said – he said – I think Kincaid would be better in net today. I mean, all I know is that Why? if uh, Lundqvist was in net, in net, we would have won both of those games. That's all we I know. Won every game. In all seriousness, in no. net. They, mm, Listen, I, I don't. I, look, <laughs> oh, I suck today. That's another question. You know, this all wraps into the trading deadline. Do they move uh, Georgiev? Um, That's true. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I'm not going to bash Kincaid. He's a he's yeah. a strength. No, no. Quasi I'm NHL goalie King. right now at no, this point. Can't. No, I'm not bashing, and I know you guys aren't bashing him either. Uh, the point is, at some point, and and L. Brooks said this as well. You you got to find out if this guy Shesterkin is the guy. If he's if he has the durability, if he's got the toughness, right? Sure, seems like it, right? Look, I don't know if he is. I'm not going to make any predictions, but I mean, like I, I, we watch some of the I'm games. I'm not he smart plays. enough to know if he is or if he isn't. But we, but all Brooke, all yesterday. Larry Brooks says, and I agree with them, is at some point this is kind of like what we've been talking about with other players. At some point, you need to find out. Yes. Like, there's 20 games left. Like he needs to run the table. I'm not saying play every game, but he needs to run the table for the most part and see what you got because. They're banking everything. It seems like they're down on Georgie, who's had a few rough games. Kincaid is a backup goalie. They got guys in the minors. The backup of the backup. They're hoping that Igor is the main guy. Let's see if this guy can play a, a load of games. Like, why wouldn't you do that? And you know what? Like, I feel bad for him because it was like people were talking about him because this was his first rookie season, and people were like, oh, he might be in like a chase for the call to trophy. He's not going to have enough games. Why would you see if he can play back to back games over the weekend? Now I, I don't know. I know that the look. I he almost stole the game yesterday against the Flyers. They had like forty four shots. 
and bled up that two goals. He would show. played ridiculous that yesterday. Dude put on he a show. was awesome yesterday. He was but awesome. Now wait, let it be known. Um, let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known that we have we've we've a little bit a little bit we've bashed Lundqvist in prior podcasts. Now, now you're saying, well, why, well, why are you why are you praising Shostakin uh, like this czar? We've done that with Lundqvist many times. We we were just we were just arguing that his time was up. You know, you know. I think when well, we were talking about Lundqvist the last podcast, it was more directed at the fans, the fans that, than the actual that. But goalie. Like, like we've praised when when goalies play good, we recognize that. When their time is up, we also recognize that. Yeah, and when I mean, fans are being stupid, I don't want to get into. I don't want to also recognize that. Lundqvist's not on the team anymore. No. Yeah, we don't even. Well, what's exactly? Yeah. I just, want, I just wanted to let it goalie. be known. Let I just it be want, known. We are not hypocrites. To be fair, is our goalie right now. To be now. fair, yes. No, the, the the question with the this this particular goaltender is, see what you got with this guy. You're going to have to ride him, and and you know I don't understand, unless of course, look, we're just three clowns talking around a table about the Rangers. I don't I don't have access to what the medical staff has. You know, maybe they felt. Maybe the medical staff said, "Look, yes, he could dress mm-hmm. as the backup, but to play, to play as the starter, he just came back off a uh, groin injury. It might be too much stress." I mean, so I, I'm willing to give the benefit of the but, doubt. Hold but, on, Jack. Let me finish, bro. <laughs> I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt to these medical questions. I'm willing to give that, but at some point, if the medical staff is saying we only think he could play every other day or something like that. That's different. Yeah, I don't know, dude. but at some point, to Larry Brooks's point, article, uh, yeah, I think you got to ride this guy the rest of the season. Let's go. Let's see what this guy's got. Yeah, and we've seen uh, well, a lot we of saw it. last year for a while, right? But you need this guy to start three, four, five games in a row. I mean, he's got to get used to a starting goalie schedule eventually, right? Okay, or not, or not. But I mean, like what I'm saying is, like what you just—I'm not a—I'm not a doctor, right? I'm not a medical. Not. I'm not you ask that every single time. You're a time. doctor. I am you a doctor. Yeah, you are a doctor. Not a real doctor, though. <laughs> well, I take umbrage at that assertion that reminds me of somebody I know who would say that quite often. Who we who should are, probably should have on the podcast. Uh, who I have soon. zero respect for. Dude, yeah. but I'm not yeah. going to name like him. No tomorrow. I wouldn't give him the dignity of being named. Now, let it be known. Let it be known. Wait. I beat him in a ping pong tournament. Let ah. it be known, to be fair. I'm going to say a point. Well, like you know, if the if the medical staff for the Rangers felt today maybe he shouldn't start because of whatever he's coming back from an injury, he might have tweaked it a little bit yesterday, right? I just logically why would he be the backup? Why would he? Why would you put him in a position where he might have to play anyway? True. What about what about Mister Kincaid, Kincaid, Kincaid gives up eight goals? In what the if first he gives period? up eight goals? You have you have no answer. You got, you're in a pickle. Look, you man. Make, that you have to play a goalie that you said sh- probably shouldn't play for medical reasons. You're making a very strong point. I'm just trying to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Uh, but I agree with you. I would have liked to have seen if he was physically able. Igor get the start today against the best team in the division because the kid played lights out yesterday. It was awesome. Lights out. I really wish. Imagine if he stole that no, game. No, but that I mean, you can awesome. understand coming from like my perspective, seeing him as the backup. They just decided not to start him for some reason. Yeah, I don't get it. But you know what? It's been clear. I think from the last we've been talking for like three hours now. Yep. It seems. <laughs> I think that too. We don't get a lot. We don't understand a lot what's happening. And I could see by the next time we make a podcast, and we've gotten at least. 
what was the last count? It was like 160 million listeners worldwide, the last podcast. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, by the next time we come back to our global audience, the Rangers could win four games in a row, and we'll be like, this is the greatest team ever. Quinn is make the playoffs. Scotty Bowman. You know, he's like Toe Blake. I don't see them winning like that, though, yeah. unless it's that fool's gold we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, but now you want to get into fool's gold. Now let me be clear. Well, we are dead. Let me be clear. Um, yeah. Now, there, there is that whole superstition of mine of the Rangers listen, and then after the podcast, they start to play good. What was our, what was our last podcast? The day of the Bruins game? Or did ah, we have so a, yes, yes. Like it was right before the they, Bruins game. What happened then? And 9 nothing went against, 9 whatever, went against the Flyers. And then 8-3 went against the Flyers, and then they beat the Bruins. And, it's like the and, podcast and, and, bump. And, and, then, and, then, and then they start to decay. <laughs> they start to decay. Well, what happened yesterday? What happened today? But, but, but. The podcast today will revive them because you know, you know, Butcherfur is listening and being like, you're right. Of course he is. I got to shoot more. You know, Quinn is listening to this and like, this guy, this doctor, he knows what he's talking Not about. Not a real doctor. Logically, he makes a lot of sense. I think I should get this guy on the bench. What? <laughs> and I would go there. But I would have to get a couple of things straight before I went on the bench. I would have to teach these guys like, like what? sneak defense That's or something. between me and the mighty and Quinn. Quinn. All right. I, um, uh, I think listen, the, you know, it's it's like three in the morning right now. I feel it's nine forty six. I think I need to open another bottle of wine up in beautiful, beautiful Catskill Mountains. Dude, you're tripping balls. Um, what? <laughs> that is vulgar. Oh, I'm so yeah. I apologize yeah. to our audience. Uh huh. Who had to hear that? Uh huh. Tripping balls. Um. So yeah, the Rangers are gonna you know be on the. Real you know, hot streak. Well, the right game is Tuesday, yes? Next game is Tuesday? Yeah, Washington. Oh, Das Capital. All right, let's make some final statements. Let's go All right. around. You my, go first. My final statement is this. I have no urge to watch this team the rest of the year unless but I'm going to see Laffy Taffy on the first power play unit, Heedle on the first power play unit, and um, the copious Kako on the first power play unit. Um interspersed in and out. I want to see the kids highlighted. If not, I have no interest in watching um, guys like Strom and the rest of these clowns who are not going to be part of the solution getting top minutes. Uh, I think you covered a lot, Dad, but what, what do I got to add? Uh, I'll tell you. Uh, Thank you for play, prefacing your statement like that. Play, play Shesterkin multiple times in a row. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. I would say my final statement, similar to both of yours, I think. Yeah, Shesterkin should play like a starting goalie schedule. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I don't have much of a, uh, um, an urge to watch unless I feel like I'm watching some, like you know, some sort of developing team or like there's a purpose to it. Now, if the purpose is to make the playoffs, what the hell just happened? <laughs> Bucinevich just punched if, Dad in the face. If the purpose is to make the playoffs, then they better win like five, six, seven games in a row. But if it's not, which I don't think it is because they're not going to make the playoffs, yeah, I want to see Lafreniere, Kako, Heedle, power play time. Like, this, I, this, I would want to watch that I over just Ryan Strom with Kreider. I forgot to mention me need more Brett Howden. All right. That'll yeah, do it. I, for, okay. <laughs> that made me uncomfortable. Uh... That'll do it. He's adorable. <laughs> That'll do it for NYR DNA today. Listen, keep, uh, listen. You do not, do not miss the boat on this podcast. We had over a hundred 
and sixty million the global listens last year, last podcast, and it, we are riding the wave. If you are not listening to this podcast, you are losing out, and you will be shamed forever. So join in, tell your friends, tell your mama, tell your papa. You got to join in on this podcast because this train's going crazy. Dad's lost his voice. Oh, this was a fun. So episode. yeah, today was pretty fun. We didn't have any blueprint for this. We kind of just ranted. Dad had some wine. I broke had a, a table. Dr. Pepper. Someone broke a mic. Someone broke. <laughs> Buchnevich came in. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next episode. Uh, hopefully, Peace out. Hopefully with this same energy. All right. We'll see you later on NYR DNA.